Welcome to the 93rd edition of the Guna Podcast, recorded on the Monday evening between Arsenal's matches against Everton and Man City. Thanks to our sponsors, GunaShirts.com, the website for all your coolest Arsenal t-shirts. I'm your host, Mark Hollington, and still with me on the panel from our previous recordings this evening are Steve Ashford, Joe Broadfoot, Gunnar Talks, Lindsay Sheehan, and a special guest we have got, the Guna editor, Kevin Witcher! <laughs> He's here! He is, so it really is Christmas now, because Kevin's joined us. Let's get this party you started. lucky people. Don't mention the war. I did once, but I think I got away with it. Indeed, Mr. Ashford. Now, it's less than a fortnight until Christmas. We're here, we're getting excited here. Joe's got some tinsel on his head. We're going to indulge ourselves with a little reminiscence about December's past by recalling some of the matches from this chilly month over the years we've got a list of suggestions from our publisher Mike Francis and we even come up with some of our own so let's start with you Steve we've got a list here of all these crazy games that have taken place in this merry month of December so let's start with you to talk about a game from yesteryear well as far as I can see most of them are defeats Um, I'll tell you what game I remember go on Steve 13th of December 1998 Villa 3 Arsenal 2 the parachutist who landed on the roof and then bounced down and injured himself and um, the game was delayed by about half an hour in the second half. We were 2 0 up, um, and we ended up losing the game 3 2. If I remember rightly, John Gregory was the villa manager. Burkham put us 2 0 up at half time. Um, Beyond Dublin. Was it? He scored twice. What for us? <laughs> the famous Arsenal player, Dion no, Dublin. Burkham scored twice to put us 2 0 yeah, up. Yeah, well, I'm a villa. Villa got three. Okay. Um, so anyway, that, that, that day I was having a Christmas dinner with some of our relatives. I didn't go to the game. Hang on a minute, this is the 13th of December. I know, it was a Sunday, live on Sky. So I was sitting at home having a Christmas dinner with some relatives with my eye on the radio and the TV. And um, well, we were tuning up, all happy, brilliant, fantastic, we're going to win, superb. If it wasn't for that damn parachutist, you know, killing everyone's momentum, <laughs> you know, maybe killing Losing himself. His leg. Yeah, I wouldn't care what happened to him. <laughs> anyway, we lost that game 3-2, a disaster. And we ended up losing the title by a point that year. Yes. I blame the parachutist. Indeed. Uh, it wasn't on TV. It was on the radio. It was a Saturday 3pm It wasn't. It was a Sunday. It was not a TV game. Kev, I'll, I'll bet you any money you like it was a Sunday. How much do you want to wager, Mr Ashford? And this is being recorded for the general public. £50. <gasps> Oh, that's interesting. They've <laughs> shaken. Listeners. It was a Sunday. Listeners. Hang on, £50 it was not on TV. No, £50 it was a Sunday. Right, well, we're having a different bet here. No, it was a Sunday. I'm was claiming having, it wasn't on TV. I was having a Christmas dinner the Sunday before Christmas with some relatives and neighbours. Yeah, well, Steve, we, we know that. The point is, are you going to bet if it was on TV? That I is know, the point. I, it probably wasn't on TV, which is why I, I was listening oh, to it on the radio. That's what I remember. It was on the radio. But it was definitely a Sunday. So the bet's null and void. It possibly was a Sunday. It was definitely a Sunday. This podcast got exciting for two minutes. I know. <laughs> it was definitely a Sunday. 
Anyway, mm-hmm. that was my that was okay. my anecdote. And that's your uh, brilliant Steve. That was my anecdote. Lindsay, that, that game cost us the title. Let's move on to you, Lindsay, rather than Steve's failing at memory due to his advancing years. Um, any of these games in December that cockles, you know, memories come to you well, or warm your heart? It's got to be the JJ goal, hasn't it? Again, another defeat. But what a goal. Were you there when Jensen scored? Yep. Yes, I was. <laughs> It I mean, was a Tuesday night. It was a Tuesday night. He, he didn't really do that that. I mean, what a goal as well for the one and only. You watch it and you're thinking, that, that, that. Oh, it's in the back end of it. That was blinded. But I'd love it to think. Yeah. Did you get mental? I remember it. Like, I'll probably celebrate that goal, even though it's a 3 1 defeat, so more than any other goal that goal season. It was an equaliser, wasn't it? I think we were 1 down. I think we were 3 down at the time. Well, 94 95. I think you exaggerate, Mr. Ollington. That was the season in which we went to the Cup Winners' Cup final. And beat, and beat Palmer. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. We lost in the Cup Winners' Cup final. But we had that Sampdoria game when uh, we won on penalties. Away. Yeah, that was good, but not as good as Jensen scoring that goal. Come on, it was all Were you in Genoa? No. Right, well, I was. Yeah, okay. And when Jensen scored that goal, I mean, you know, it was a great moment because he we'd waited so long for that, that one and yeah. It was the one oh, and only, if I remember right. And, but no one really foresaw it. Is there like an equivalent own. player in the Arsenal ranks now who hasn't scored? Interesting question. Frim Pong? <laughs> Early days. <laughs> you mean a legend or a hero? No, a current member of our current team. unlikely to score. That if we he score... He scored, he scored against Olympiacos. He was a hero. I think he has. No, he might yeah. not scored any goals, no. but he was a hero. He was a bit of a cult figure. Yeah. But um, in our current team, Steve, if they scored a well, goal, we'd go mental for He must have played 20 games. Yeah, I mean, they've got to play more games. And he yeah. is yet to score. And he doesn't look like he's going to no, score either, no, does he? No. That's the thing. I, think I mean, Frim Pong's scores, come yeah. reasonably close. I think Chimac would go mental <laughs> for when he scored <laughs> yeah. a goal. Yeah, That's a good <laughs> call. That's a very good call. No, I reckon of the current squad, Murtisacker, I think. All right. Let's move on to our esteemed editor, who's come in after a few drinks after a Christmas party. Kevin, from this list here, any kind of games that tickle your doodahs? Well, I remember, um, <laughs> there are a few actually, <laughs> however I've got to raise this one because I know there are questions attached. You're so. such a professional, you're such a professional. <laughs> I'm going back to 2003-04, oh, you know. very memorable season for many different reasons, but one we may have forgotten was the debut of a certain Spanish youngster by the name of Cesc Fabregas. Indeed. Now, he, he made his debut against Rotherham, but in December... In the quarter-final, Arsenal were playing Wolves, and we spanked them 5-1, with Cesc Fabregas scoring his first of many goals for the club, at the tender age of 16 years. So um, that's, uh, that's the memory I have, because that's leading on to so you, Mr Ollington. And here's this issue's quiz questions. Outside selling the goodies. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a couple of quiz questions for you, and there are prizes for the winners. Careful, treat you all to a slap up meal with him um, in the new year. Right, if you get these, I think I might. <laughs> in, in Fred's diner. Yeah. Some of these are pretty obscure. If you do know the answer, raise your hand rather than shout out. I go to you straight away. Kev mentioned Fabregas scored, but what number shirt was he wearing that season? Joe Bulford. I don't know. Have you been looking all the time? If you look to my answers, Joe. I would say 16. Wrong. 15. Incorrect, Mr. Ashford. Lindsay, do you want to have a wager on this question? Oh, I haven't got a clue. Have a guess at a number between 13 and 60. 30 and 60? Yes. 35. No, you're all way out. Do you know the answer to this, Kev? I'm afraid because I printed <laughs> this out for you earlier. I do. Well, to the listeners out there, 
He was wearing number 57. No way. I knew there was a five in it. I knew no there was a five in it. Look at that. Shocking. Now, this is a good one. And if you get one of these, I'll be over the moon. Why was his nickname never become Heinz if he wore 57 that night? <laughs> <laughs> so many varieties. Yeah. Of yeah. Yeah. You're on fire tonight, Steve. I am indeed. Quite literally. I'm looking forward to Man City Chelsea. How many of the back five can you name who played that evening? Oh. And if we can get the entire five here, Kevin takes us to the Ivy for a lunch. This is the Wolves. The no, entire five. Yeah. Quarter. 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 Yeah, the December match. The one which we equivalent of when we lost to Man City this year, sadly. Oh my god! Oh my god! Does the back five includes the keeper? Does it? It does indeed. Don't spend too long with this one because, like you know, we could be here all night. No, the keeper uh, had some accusations thrown at him at some points. Is oh, that a little him? Yes. Um, oh, we went to Millwall, didn't we? Yep. Oh, we'll have to oh, reveal it. I'm afraid. Graham Stack. Graham Stack was in goal. Fullbacks. There was. Um, a Greek in there Tavlaridis well done very very good there was also a player that, played, that made many many appearances for us after, and did break into the first first team and have a good career at our Arsenal in our back four is it a full back it is indeed oh, an what, obvious what one year, what year we're talking about we are talking Steve about 2003 oh, was that close it was indeed well done Lindsay the central defender, another player, but also some first team appearances, but didn't have what you call a great career. Philip Phillips No, but his brother was also at the club for a period of time, because still be there, I'm not quite oh, sure. It's Justin Hoyt, very good. And a player I've never heard of in my life. Career Gilbert? No answer there, that's, that's incorrect, Joe. <laughs> Sorry about that. Simak. Simak, Simak. S I M E K. Simak. Never heard of him. <laughs> Do you know what? I'll tell you what, and anyone who thinks we've got a bad squad now. <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go. And if any, if any good uh, listeners out there to this podcast have any reminiscent of them, C-Mac, please do email us. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, I suspect it may have been his only first team game. Yeah. And then the I'll tell you what, Wolves must have been shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the rest of the Nothing team <laughs> had some decent players. Up for, well, playing this team was Paddy V, Bentley, Fabregas, Will Todd, Carno and Ali Adier with the rest of the team. Oh my god. With Smith, Skullickson and uh, Papadopoulos also on the bench. I remember him. <laughs> so, mm. there we go. Um, so, so, so ends quiz time for this issue and no one's won any um, lunches off of Kevy B. Delighted. I know, but it's not quite enough I'll apparently. I'll buy a packet of crisps for that, Lindsay. Oh. All right. Kev set some very high standards. It's <laughs> <laughs> a cheap date, but he's got away with the word, so, you know. He gets your away. value in different ways. <laughs> and, oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and anyone who knows Kev will know that the chip uh, anecdote is, is true. <laughs> the crisps. Steve, does it bother you? In the last couple of like, Podcast being flirting quite heavily with like Lindsay. Kev comes yeah, along, still, 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 thunder. Yeah, yeah. Typical Kev. I'll flirt with Kev instead. On to the man that I regularly flirt with on a regular basis. He looks like a bird. Do you, Joe. Uh, <laughs> why do you look at my feet for that? <laughs> but you've stopped doing that. So it's, it's, I, I, Joe, yeah, it is my feet, mate. But anyway, yeah. let's move on very it's quickly. You've got a list here of games. There I've must got be a list of one. games, and I'm kind of blank on them apart from the. The first one about Liam Brady scoring at the lane because we've seen it so many times and I'm never, never tired of seeing it. You know, it, it was a match of the day moment for me. I've got to be honest, I wasn't at the lane. I, I have been at the lane when we won the title, and you know, we've never, never heard that story before, Joe. Have, have we? Oh, I don't know if you've heard <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the last one. 
2004. Yeah, 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 I was there for that. I think they mentioned it. I was there. I was in the. I was in a Tottenham box, believe it or not. But there was a few Arsenal fans in. Where were you in 71? 71. I was just getting into Arsenal at that time, so '71. I didn't didn't really, you know. I, I was just decided that was my allegiance. I was going to be with Arsenal '72. So then was disappointment for quite a few years after that until what '79 wasn't it? Mm. Was anyone mm. there for that goal at the lane? Kev, you're old enough. I was there. I was there. I was there. What a great yeah, player! Yeah, I was. I look older than I am. I was there, petrified of leaving the match. Mm. You know, to, running into the corner pin mob as you always used to in those days. Meet you off the ground, you just got attacked by thousands of evil aliens and scumbags. And halfway through the game, you, you stopped enjoying it because you started worrying about how you were going to get out with your head in one piece. So we enjoyed it and we loved it before we suddenly started thinking, oh fuck, we've beaten them 5 1. We've got to <laughs> leave in a minute. What was your view of the goal, Steve? Did you appreciate how good it was at the time? Brilliant, fantastic Brady goal. Shot, oh, yeah. I loved it, absolutely. And it wasn't only that goal, that was the best of the bunch. But all of the goals that afternoon were brilliant. I thought, if I remember rightly, Stapleton got a couple. Sunderland. Sunderland. Was um, Brady's the fourth or the fifth? Brady's was the fourth or the fifth. Icing on the cake. Mm. Absolutely wonderful afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. And I managed to get home intact, intact as well. Yes, still alive. Really, wow. That's, wow. That's and, something, yeah. something yeah. to be said for that. I mean, it was in the programme, wasn't it, about the bother boys of the 70s. And, yeah. You know, yeah. It was but it's still not exactly a tea party now. <coughs> no, I mean, you know, not if you're Sol Campbell. No. Or an or an away supporter. Yeah. So Joe, is that the game you're plumping for? What about this game? No, I mean the big the big game for me was well, I just came back from Japan for the the three one Arsenal Chelsea game. Um, what last season? Off. Yeah, I mean I just come back from Japan and and I just got given given somebody's card and it said a wango chakawako or something and I thought <laughs> well please don't ask me my name because I'm not even sure I can pronounce it. <laughs> Who gave and, you this card? Uh, my dad. <laughs> my dad said, do you, do you want to go to the Arsenal game? Well, you know the What's answer What's your to that. father's relationship with his one good couple? <laughs> well, I'm not sure, but he must have gone to my dad's school. That's right. my guess. What school did his father go to? He never remembered him. He went, <laughs> he went to the same school as David Hillier. Right, enough. so we bring there's no there's David Hillier connection. No, I have to make so was his chuckle involved in the luggage scandal? <laughs> Not as far as I know. But anyway, so I had this, I had this sort of African-sounding name, you know, for the Arsenal game, and I went with this ticket or card, and I was a little bit worried because I thought I don't really look, I, I don't really look the bill here, do I? <laughs> Tell them you're South African and you've changed your name to yeah. to go with the policy of yeah. changing all the yeah. uh, colonial names yeah. to uh, native language. But you see, Kev, I didn't have that kind of foresight, okay. and, uh, and I told no, him, I, say, I didn't I have. Yeah, I was about to say, you know, that I did this deal with this African <laughs> car salesman, and, and he gave me his card, and I had. This kind oh. of this kind of idea, you know, if 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 asked, but I wasn't asked. So, so I was hang so on a minute. <laughs> there was a football match. There was this. a football match, and I just returned from Japan. Joe, Joe, mate, before that, imagine that register. <laughs> Broadfoot, here's uh, Hillier, here's uh, Chukapaka, <laughs> <laughs> here's her again. <laughs> if, if it involves a ticket to the Arsenal Chelsea game, and there I was turning up, thinking, yeah, it's going to be a defeat because it normally is nowadays, and and. You know, I'm, I'm right at the front. I was right at the front. Where's so the seat then? Where's he going to be sitting? Chuckawaka <laughs> sat right behind the goal. 
And, was this a and season? The, was, I'll, I'll tell you what. It must it, have been. I thought it was the clock end where we scored our first goal. I think it was the North Bank actually. I, I was at the North Bank and everyone was slagging off Theo to the max. So yes. I thought, where's Steve? Are you there, Steve? I'm there. <laughs> and they were I'm slagging there. him big time. They were saying, oh, Theo, you're useless. F off back to Southampton. And I, at that point, I need to turn around. I wasn't going to punch anyone because I'm not like that. But I was. You're lucky, Joe. Are you not a fighter? No, I, I'm. But I tend to be a bit mouthy if if I've had a couple of drinks and I think I'd had one or two. I was feeling a bit ill, but I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't having it because this guy was just slagging him off. And I thought the guy, was you know, Theo's running his nuts off. He's absolutely running his nuts off, and he's getting slagged off by our fans. And I just thought that guy's going to get it in a minute. I'm, but I'm sorry, he's going to get it. But I didn't need to do anything because he no. did it for me. He, he set up, he set up one goal and he scored the other, mm. and and then suddenly all the Theo haters shut up. Shame we can't play Chelsea every week, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Steve, you're kind of right about yeah, that. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. I can't knock, I can't knock you on that. Yeah, Steve. Maybe they'll take him off yeah. our hands. I might and, think he's good. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. game of everyone yeah. in the stadium being really positive about that game before mm. it started everyone just said like we've got this feeling about mm. Sunday I'm going to get so mugged off by the time this gets played but we all had that feeling that it was going to be our day there's a good vibe actually in the it stadium was, yeah. after Christmas yeah. everyone had yeah. a good Christmas yeah. spirit was it yeah. really peeing down with rain yeah it was an awful yeah, day but, we um, were West End all afternoon, so we were in a good mood. I've been to Bentley's Oyster Bar, actually, yeah, and yeah. there's some champagne oh, and oysters. Really? It's a perfect day, Steve. I know, excellent. It's phenomenal. You go to have oysters before you go to cook? Not often, but I did Get that day. I was with my boss at the time, he's got a lot of money, so he took oh. me out for a bit of, in, before he bugged me later. But, oh. that's the <laughs> but anyway, um, but funnily enough, after that, we what drew... Day, then? Yeah. <laughs> did the oysters <laughs> repeat on you when you were being <laughs> buggered? <laughs> I thought you had something to drink, mate. Normally yeah. it's the Wardish chat. Um, <laughs> but, but the bad thing Oyster was... Oyster bar? I know, what more can you want from, from a Christmas? Though we did draw, drew two or with Wigan a mere two days later, which, you know, put a bit of a dumping on it. What a downer, yes. So, yeah. I guess, you know, you've, I might have a choice out of this one. And going through this kind of list, we go back to 2001 and that brilliant game where we beat Liverpool 2-1 in that fantastic title-winning, double-winning season, where I think we had a Van Bronckhorst set off in the first, first half, Omri scored in the stroke of half-time, and Freddie early, and we held on, held on, Liverpool obviously got one and back, but what a game that, that, that was. We were one down that day, Yeah, it was, and it was on um, Sky, but was anyone actually at Anfield for that match? No. Kev, was you there? On the 23rd of December, yeah. no chance at all. Although, I do have a story which I will relay after this, however... It's this, not suitable for this podcast. It is no. suitable for the podcast. Well, tell it then, Kev. Well, let's do the Liverpool game first oh, because okay. that <laughs> was the one I was going to raise from this list originally. Oh, okay. Apart from the fact that I had to bring up the Wolves game for the questions, but that was the spirit of Arsenal, and that was an example of an Arsenal team under Wenger showing the kind of thing Arsenal fans want to see, and the sort of thing we have not seen enough of in recent seasons and that's why the fans are frustrated mind you this season's a bit different Kev that is true that is true this season we're looking a lot more solid we, um, we, totally we the fans are identifying a bit more with the team this season because they perceive there are more honest triers in there and a better sort of feeling about the whole situation balance, balance the so obviously there's still a bit of Deadwood there you know there are still boo boys but you know, the reason that uh, we've gradually turned things around, I'm sure, is because we've got some experienced guys in there who have helped on that front. And if you look at that 2001 team, you certainly had a lot of experience there. 
and it was just a performance. It was a title-winning performance at Anfield, down to ten men, a goal down, and then uh, or was it? Was, did they equalise? I can't remember. No, I think they got one back to make it two-one right. just after Freddie scored his second. But we held on but for about forty minutes. We had this terrible fiasco a few days earlier at home when Graham Pohl uh, basically awarded Newcastle the game uh, 3-1 and um, we just bounced back so wonderfully I mean Van Broncos being sent off could have just killed the whole thing after that Newcastle home <laughs> defeat but the players rallied and really came back and uh, it was such a great memory and it really set up Christmas that year as well and it's one of those things isn't it that shirt that girl with the red hair on Freddie and everything it's yeah. one of those the gold oh, shirt yeah, the lovely gold shirt, shirt. Lovely with, shirt. with the red yeah. hair just we hardly created anything that game we had a two chances and scored I think but yeah. what a season and what a match and let's finish on a defeat but a game that actually had very positive aspects on a cast your mind back panel to 97 and that's we had a flying start to the M season over miles after a few games started to come good and the goals were pinging in this was 97 98 until the buffer started to come off and then we had our fourth defeat of the season against Blackburn and we lost 3-1 at Highbury now apparently this is the game according to the Tony Adams book that I wholly recommend, where uh, after the match, I think it was him and some other senior pros, told Vieira and Petit what was needed of them. They had to kind of help out the back four as well as getting forward. And after that, we went on a massive, long, unbeaten run, I think with 10 games on the spin. And after that, obviously, we won the double and obviously won the M League. Did you think for during this game, when we lost that awful 3 game at Blackburn, we would go on to have that success this season? Not in a month of Sundays. Not in a month of Sundays. I remember that game clearly. I thought it was the end of that season. I thought we were going to go from bad to worse. You know, I'm, I'm a bit impulsive when it comes to Arsenal matches. Really, one win, Steve? One win and we're champions, one defeat and we're getting relegated. <laughs> that was a relegation game to me. But can um, I ask you this, Steve? Really sorry depressed. to interject, but Blackburn were a pretty good side at, you know, yeah. 97, yeah. right? Yeah. They, they were either defending were. champions or runners up or something. They were, they were up there. Yeah, they, 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 were they, they played well back team. So to lose at home to Blackburn wasn't like but the way nowadays. I think yes. the way we all felt that day was mm. the, 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 the wheels were coming off because we mm. started brilliantly. We had Overmars and Petit and Vieira, and I, I think that was the season where we took teams apart four 0 Big West Ham four 0 at home, didn't we, and stuff like that. And some, that was some of the best football we'd ever seen. And then we started drawing, losing games, and then we lost to Blackburn. As Kev said, it was the fourth defeat of that season, and we're all thinking, oh no, a full storm, yet another full storm. We're not going to do it. And and Adams. Adams. Ian Wright, do you remember Ian Wright in the dressing room and the police being called in? Yeah, no, it was that game. It was that game. Yeah. 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 The fans were actually outside in, um, uh, not Gillespie Road, Avenal Road, shouting up at the dressing room and Wright came out and gave them what for. And uh, yeah. in the end the police had to be called to just uh, calm things down. Um, I mean, to be honest, it's, it, my memory's gone for this, but uh, I mean... That was the culmination of the November run. If you remember rightly, Arsenal never do well in November. Mm. And we'd had an awful November. We went out of Champions League, if you remember rightly. Probably at Wembley, I could be wrong. Rafa Cup, I think it was, wasn't it? To was it? P-A-O-K or something like that. It was Rafa Cup. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Gone out I will have to reread yeah. the first book, What I Ever Wrote, which was called <laughs> Gunning for the Double. I think you might now be able to buy it in the used section on Amazon. Um, although I've got a box of them somewhere in my mum's shed. It's <laughs> 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 self-published. But I will have to reread that to bring back the memories of that season. But uh, 
it was a great season. Well, in the um, again at the end of the season, we played Blackburn at Ewa Park. I think we won four 0 and Nicholas and Elka scored two corking goals. Didn't and it, it snowed. Yeah. It snowed in April. And, we and might, it was it sunny in the first half. Yeah, sunny in the first yeah. half and snowed in the second. And Anelka was on fire. Probably yeah. the best game he ever played. Yeah. For us. Lindsay, did you think we were going to win the league after that result that season? No, but I was just just going back to what Kevin was saying about the feeling. Lindsay was only it. 10 at the time. I was, I was a <laughs> um, <laughs> I wasn't poor. Um, but just going back to what Kevin was saying, you know, that kind of story is the kind of one that makes the hairs on the back of your neck go up, isn't it? It's the kind of story you want to hear about this team. It, it's been something that's been sadly lacking, somebody getting old with the players and going, this is what it's all about. And this team now looks like they've got a lot of hard workers that will give that experience, and it... it that's More what shouters you... in the dressing room, I think. Yeah. Bit off topic, but if we were to have a league victory or any kind of success this season, would the 8-2 morning at Old Trafford kind of ruin it a bit in our heads? No, no because you must remember Man United losing 5-0 at Newcastle in one of the years they won the title. I don't worry too much about that. Um, obviously not a good memory, but uh, if we manage to win the title... Having experienced that, I don't think anyone would give two things about it. I, I think it's, I think it's like, um, let's not experience that again. Situation. In fact, and it needed to happen. Yeah. There was, there was, a, there was an occasion on Saturday against Everton, where halfway through the first half they had a sustained period of pressure, where we just couldn't get the ball away, and there was two or three occasions where Arsenal players literally threw themselves in front of the ball. And when did you ever see that? Mm-hmm. When did you ever see that? Arsenal players were throwing themselves in front of shots. And then I know that summed up Arsenal at the moment on Saturday. That's a beautiful. Like they did the same at Man City. That's yeah. a beautiful point, Steve, which to end this lovely festive podcast. Yeah. So thank you very much. As we are scheduled to record our next set of podcasts on the Monday evening when we play Leeds in the FA Cup, we are not sure exactly when we'll be back. Oh I no! Will, I will interject here actually because oh. I had a conversation with the person who books this venue for us. And which uh, called Maud, isn't she? Of course, I mean, is it? Uh, is that she's called Olive. Olive, sorry, okay. Olive. Um, Arthur. <laughs> Oh, Basically, it's available on Wednesday the 10th, two days after the uh, Leeds game. So we might yeah. be doing it then. Interesting. Well, make sure you listen out mid-January for some more podcast fun. But in the meantime, yeah. if you want to email us for anything related to this podcast, or as I said before, fan mail to Steve, or if you've got a secret kind of aff- affection for Kevin, send us your emails yeah. to um, podcast at gmail.com. Thanks as ever to our amazing sponsors, Goonashirts.com for all those amazing Arsenal t-shirts that keep us so entertained when we spot the kind of crowds and punters wearing them on a lovely August afternoon. Can't really wear them now. We can't under your no, shirt and no. your coat, but they're still worth buying. They're always a total bargain. And I might take this opportunity to wish all our listeners out there a fantastic festive season. I hope you get what you want from Santa, whether that's an Arsenal bit of mer- merchandise. Or a £600 um, scarf and hat. 125th anniversary special that is in our yeah. um, programme, this thing, worth every single penny. And um, yes, and let's hope for amazing afternoons on the 26th, 31st and Jan 2nd. Joe, do you know what those dates are? Um, Arsenal fixtures, Joe, come on. Keep Arsenal fixtures. Let's That's hope we get these festive wins. Then, but that, that question came at me out of the blue and I wasn't expecting it. Joe, the blue is not what we want to say you've got on to, an Arsenal podcast. You've got to stay on it, Joe, 100%. Spontaneity. Yeah. Anyway, I'm your host, Mark Wellington, saying goodbye. Thanks for listening. David Udo will be back next time, I hope. But if not, who knows who'll be here? I've got no idea. But anyway, enough of this. Goodbye, everyone. La di da di da, la di da di di. All good friends and jolly good company. And Merry Christmas to everybody. Ho ho ho. Ho ho ho.